great. Third. So, um, so let's begin. Let's start with a prayer. So, I invite you, if you're interested, to put your hand in your heart and let's let's move to a heart space here. Remove any unwillingness we're experiencing, any resistance or reluctance. We make a holy offering of it. We let go of our thinking, attachments, the meaning we make of it. We are offering it all up to spirit. We partner up with the higher Holy Spirit self to remember our true identity is perfect love now and forever. The I am that I am is one with everyone, with the I am presence of every being everywhere. And we are here willing to know the truth that sets us free. We are opening our heart to the realization that the truth, the truth is true. And we are here showing our interest and willingness to be a demonstration, a living demonstration of love we are willing. <clears throat> I am willing to be willing and grateful that every moment I have the opportunity to change my mind and leave the past and thinking of the past behind. I am grateful that love is all there is. And grace and gratitude, we dedicate this time, this call, this moment, our attention to our healing, our expansion, to the clarity, and the free flow of love in our hearts and minds. And we declare that it is already done. We share the benefits with all, and we simply allow it to be. We let it be, and so it is. Amen. Whoa, Phil, there's a lot more people now. Uh, welcome, this is Carla again. I, um, you know, I I didn't change you from interactive. <clears throat> Maybe that was a, a decision on my part, but you know that's okay. That's a decision I made, so I can learn from it if I want to. But um, mute yourself if um, you have any noise or anything. The phones are so good now. And um, please introduce yourself and where you're from and get started.
This is Shelley from Oklahoma City. Shelley from Oklahoma City. Wow. This is an echo. This is an echo. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Karine from Georgia. Hi, everyone. Hmm. This is Jen in LA. This is Maggie from Decatur, Georgia. This is Linda in Erie, PA. This is Isabel in Sault Ste. Marie. This is Rosemary in California. Okay, maybe that's everybody. I wasn't really paying attention. I was changing something on my computer. So please, if I missed anybody or anybody didn't speak up, please <clears throat> speak up at any time. And uh, um, also, um, just please take it away and offer uh, anything you want to bring to the light to be shared for healing or in this call because we're the two or more that's gathered. And... Uh, or ahas, or anything helpful. I mean, I'm not judging it, but it's uh, anything. Just bring it all up. Um, This is Jen. Howdy, howdy. I've had a fascinating day. I've just been handled by ego the entire day, as it would turn (laughs) out. Um, almost the entire day, but, um, I am learning, I'm learning what ego, what the difference is between ego and spirit. And, um, that ego, man, that, that ego is a tricky little dude. Um, so, uh, it's, there's been, I've been, I've been dealing with, um, you know, I've been doing meditations over my, on my chakras and exercises and opening my third eye and, because of that, in the last couple of days, so much has been going on, um, even more than what was going on before, um, as far as energy levels and picking up other people's energies. And, um, you know, I met someone who uh, taught me how to, um, who, who taught me how to, you know, how to, how to understand if it's a chakra that I've got blocked, that, that that's maybe why I'm getting dizzy, or if um, I'm picking up other people's negative energy. I'm, I'm not quite sure, but it, it gave me something. It gave me a starting place. And so tomorrow I'm going to go try, check out a Kundalini yoga place with a, with a teacher who has been dealing with energies for a very long time, I guess around 30 years. And so I'm looking forward to that. I'm quite exhausted at the moment. Um, but, um, I continue to love your prayer support and uh, encouragement and guidance. And I uh, love you all. And thanks for letting me share.
Mm, thank you. It, it seemed like you're becoming more aware, and I'm really like you're uh, welcome, welcoming <laughs> uh, what you seem to be ego thinking. It's a really good example. Thank you for sharing. Thank you. And thanks for letting us know how you're doing, Jen. After reaching out yesterday, I was curious to see how you were today. Yeah, I thanks. Thank you. Um, yeah, there's been a um, – I mean, I, I put the question out there, and lovingly I received – um, a wonderful conversation from with Carla, um, some uh, beautiful guidance from Alexa, and then uh, Spirit guided me down to um, a cafe named the Earth Cafe on Main Street in Venice, where I met this completely adorable new little friend, and um, and so she we started talking. She's 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 very much into energies and um, is possibly moving here from England to uh, become a a licensed coach um, on helping people balancing their energies and chakras. And then as well, um, oh, my gosh, I've been – I was led to a house uh, through via signs and a woman in white um, for a, a house showing, and so I followed my heart there. And I met two wonderful new friends who are both realtors. So in the last week, um, and, and I know that I can attribute this to the work I'm doing on receiving guidance to, to establish a foundation, um, because I've met three realtors in the last week. <laughs> so, and um, and the women, uh, you know, we, I, I'm now friends with them, and they've already invited me out um, Friday night to a girls' night. Um, and I, I'm just, I don't know, good things, good things. And then ego comes in and <laughs> just goes crazy. But, yeah, uh just want to thank again. I'm sorry. I, I, I will talk and talk. Everybody's ear off if you don't shut me up. So <laughs> I'm a talker. Um, but, yeah, so thank you. Thank you for, um, yeah. Thank you, Spirit. Thank you, everybody in this group.
this is Shelley from Oklahoma City. And um, I don't, I have a little aha thing to share with the, with the group. Um, I'm beginning to realize more and more over the last week or so that um, it's, I'm choosing things to come in and out of my life and I'm choosing the attitude I have and how I interact with people. And a lot of it is my choice and, um, I guess before I always saw myself as a victim, but um, I'm really not. My life and my circumstances are my choice, and I'm really starting to see that in a much more um, meaningful way. And um, and also, I've been able to look at myself with more compassion than I ever have before, and that's thank to this um, class and these um, uh, these community calls and the exercises that we do and the prayer in the morning, the AIGs in the morning and the gratitude at night. Uh, my, my attitude is slowly, slowly, slowly starting to turn. So I just wanted to thank everybody for their love and support and prayers because I'm truly, truly grateful tonight. Thank you. Yes, so gratitude shifts vibration, Jennifer says. Perfect. Hi, this is Maggie. Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Okay. Um, Well, I have a a little bit of a share. Um, I'm grateful for something and struggling with something. I had a really wonderful family vacation this past week, and um, that felt sort of miraculous to me because sometimes as much as I want to enjoy vacations, they can be stressful, and it was just absolutely wonderful. And my husband and my son and I, and I've posted in the Facebook group before about some issues my son has sometimes with um, constipation and I tend to get really anxious about that when we travel, and I was really able to kind of let that go, and and that sort of helped. Um, and then something I struggle with that I'm open to the group's feedback on is um, I've my biggest area of growth has been and still is my relationship with my husband. And we've gotten so much closer from – the work I've been doing with this group, and um, <clears throat> and yet there are times when he just gets angry, and it, it feels unreasonable to me, and it feels um, <clears throat> it feels really unbearable, um, and I feel like I just experience it as something that I I can't stand. Um, and it, something happened yesterday where we got back from our trip. We were all exhausted. He had a cold. You know, it's kind of a perfect storm. We're all wishing we were still on vacation. And, um, you know, he was just really 
you know, he got mad at me basically for eating lunch. <clears throat> he said, why are you, you know, didn't you think anybody else would be hungry? And you didn't, you know, that was really selfish and and all this. And it just seemed so out of nowhere. And um, and yet I know that I didn't need to react so deeply the way that I that I did. It's almost like it triggered some self-worth issues or something that I wouldn't didn't realize I had that I got so upset about so upset about it and reacted instead of responded um so I just I'm just putting that out there this is something that I feel like I'll feel really close to him and then he'll do something like that where I just feel like I can't trust him and then I feel there's a, a gap that comes between us so that's a positive share and also something I'm, that I still struggle with in terms of how to deal with. So just putting that out there. Thank you, guys. Hi, this is Lori from San Francisco. I just popped on. Um, who was that talking? I just heard the last like last few sentences, paragraph. <laughs> that, this is Maggie from Atlanta. Hi, Maggie. Mhm. Mm I'm sorry. Is that your name? Oh, it's hard for me to hear. I'm like in a store and I'm trying to be private over here. <laughs> anyway, um, I can relate to your story from what I heard and reacting to others and especially when they're like per se pointing the finger at me and um <clears throat> I have a really sharp ego and and um in the course in miracles it teaches and um and Jennifer you know shares it all the time from a course in miracles that the ego will always speak first <laughs> And so my what I mean by having a sharp ego, I'm like really like the ego just like blurted out of my mouth without. And I decided a couple weeks ago that I'm going to practice managing my thoughts, like filtering my thoughts before I open my mouth. And it really works. But it wasn't just that. I started practicing that, but it wasn't enough. And then um, one day... About three weeks ago, I um, upset a co-worker by me taking something she said personally. And um, so I took it personally, what she said, and, like, she just kind of pissed me off. She just, like, her communication, she's just not, she doesn't have a good command of communication. She just doesn't. And I know it, but I chose to react. And um, it was so painful for me. And like Jennifer says, you want to run around cleaning up after the ego or do you want to be at peace and live in love? And so that's what I added. So the following week, Sunday night, um, so that was like a Thursday. And then so Sunday night I decided, um, the following Sunday, I mean the next few days, I decided I'm going to bring love and be in love with everything and see love, see God and everything at work. 
And since then, it's been amazing. I just sit back and I'm the observer, and no matter what someone says, I'm able to filter. But what's different for me is that I'm looking for the love. So I'm not looking for people to offend me. I'm not looking for people, not like that we are looking for people to offend us, but the ego just hops right on it. And so I don't know if my little story helps in any way, but what anyone has to say I've decided is all about them and the pain and then if I can bring love and light that heals it, it heals me and it heals them. And well, it heals my experience in my world, <laughs> in my world of experience. So anyway, I hope that helps. Hi, Tammy in Oklahoma City. Um, I could really relate to to both of you about um, having that reaction of maybe feeling unworthy or something's wrong whenever somebody responds in a particular way that I might perceive as negative, uh, I automatically assume it's something about me that caused it and that um, in the last couple of weeks I had I had a dream about when I was I was a kid, a little, maybe seven or eight-year-old little girl who was everything. I was trying to be creative. I was, and I, it's not specific in the dream, but everybody was telling me I was doing it wrong. That's not right. You can't do it that way. That, you know, and I hear those voices in my head all the time. And if someone has slightest criticism, I mean, I'm just immediately, you know, I'm crushed, I'm hurt, or I'm pissed. And I can go in that reactive mode. Um, But what I've been trying to do is stand back and go, like what you had said, the last uh, caller, um, or the last speaker, that's about them. I have to let it be about them. It's not about me. My reaction is me. What they said is them. And I just have to go into that I am perfect, whole, and complete. Uh, It is my divine birthright. It was given uh, to me and all, everyone, upon, you know, my creation, my when I came into existence, um, that was given to me. And I still, I know that so intellectually, but, and I can sometimes really have, know that I've internalized it um, and can, and feel that, wow, what they were saying, that's just crazy. They must, feel really bad about themselves and you know there must be really really struggling 
sometimes I can do that. And, um, you know, I try to just say a little uh, blessing, you know, for them in in the middle of it. But it doesn't happen real often. <laughs> but I'm getting there. And it's kind of funny to watch. But the thing I really wanted to bring up for me was my sister, Leah, came from California. Her and her husband, um, they arrived Thursday. Well, she had called me two weeks ago, and I hadn't heard from her since my grandmother died uh, about four years ago or so. And uh, said she was coming to Oklahoma and wanted, you know, to get together on Thursday afternoon. And uh, she was going to be here till Sunday. And I was like, well, cool, you know. And uh, <clears throat> so and she was real resistant to making any plans with me. But, she, you know, she said, for sure Thursday afternoon, you know. And uh, I thought, you know, this is kind of odd. But later, after our phone call, I got a text. It said, um, well, we have, Jimmy and I have, we can do dinner uh, Thursday evening. Uh, We're spending uh, Friday with one of our cousins, and we're all going to the game, OU game on Saturday, and we're leaving Sunday morning. And I was... I was just crushed because, you know, that I kind of feel like I had this illusion that I had this whole idea about, you know, my family, and it's not there. It's it's becoming more and more apparent, you know, my brother breaking in my house and then this sister coming and having, oh, two, roughly two hours to spend with me, you know, after not even seeing her or talking to her for like four years, which... I guess it was par for the course, but at dinner time, I caught myself. My shoulders were up to my ears from tension. I was just so um, withdrawn and guarded and um, stressed about the whole thing, and I was so glad when it was over. Um and they, you know, paid for the meal and, and said goodbye. And, you know, I thanked them and was glad I got to see them. And, and later, uh, the next morning, I, you know, told them I hope they enjoyed the game and have a good trip and all that. And I, and I, she's not even said anything to me since then. So, I had no idea. So, I just feel... The meaning I'm making of it is that that part of my family, I was disillusioned by my grandmother who always made me feel like I belonged there. But ever since she's passed, all of my attempts to communicate with that part of my family, um, they're just unanswered in a lot of times. And... uh, I felt a real heaviness and hurt by it, you know, and uh, I 
had did all that forgiveness work and working on all those attachments and all these things keep coming up and all these people kind of keep just uh, falling out of my life, so to speak, um, or, you know, the true nature of what the relationship truly is is coming to light and I'm having greater understanding and I'm feeling so alone uh, at times. And I have to call upon my masterful living peers and prayer partners just to feel that connection again because I truly do feel quite alone physically. I mean, um, there are people I can reach out to on the phone, but I just, I really crave that person-to-person you know, contact, and I just don't have it right now. So I'm just hoping it's just clearing the way for me to do my work, and everything will come together when it's time. I, you know, I don't know. I don't know. So anyway, that's. Thanks for listening. I appreciate it very much. This is Linda. I, I want to thank you for sharing that. And um, what came to my mind was a a student that was um, in class with us uh, a couple of years ago who had a, a falling out with her entire family over the death of her mother and had absolutely no contact with any of them. And she worked diligently for had to be at least a good year and a half. And part of what she um, started doing was clearing out her physical space. And I'm not kidding, within like three or four months of her starting to do that, just out of the blue, she got um, like an inspiration to call her sister. And... um, I think she waited a little while until she called her. It was like a few days. But then she, when she did call her, um, I think she said her brother-in-law answered the phone and he said that they had just been talking about her and saying how they should call her. So um, I guess what I'm trying to say is that this class and the work that we do in these classes um, can make anything possible and that may not be what is the highest and best for you in this situation but um, if it is as long as you're doing your work on your end it's possible I'm glad you said that because I have had the intuition to get rid of stuff, stuff. You know, I've, I've, since I've been in this class, I've basically lost nearly half my body weight and nothing in my closet I wear, but it still hangs in there. 
um, I need to get rid of all that. You know, I've got shoes that don't even fit me anymore because my feet are for some reason smaller. I don't know why. But, you know, and just stuff I've carried from, you know, everywhere I've moved, stuff I haven't even unpacked in 10 years, you know, so what... So I've had the intuition to get rid of that. So that'll be interesting to see how that goes then once I do start checking stuff. Yeah. It's so weird how that stuff is all connected, but it really is. Well, yeah, it is. And and I know because I had a roommate uh, temporarily uh, for about nine months that has more stuff in her house than I could ever deal with in a lifetime and I was so uncomfortable there every time I walked in the door I felt like I had to I mean I just felt squeezed into such a small space you know and uh, once I would just leave the house I'd be like you know but walk in and and I began to realize that, and I got more tense and irritable, and more and more. We started fighting all the time. My roommate and I, and it was her house, of course. And I'd be like, "Yeah, the stuff is in the way everywhere," you know. And finally, I just said, "Oh, I gotta move," and I did. And oh, I was so happy. <laughs> it does make a difference. Yeah, it's like it suffocates us, and um. When we when we let go of it, it's like we make room for all the good stuff to come in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's been a lot of room making around here. <laughs> and it's really, I'm really okay. I'm really, really okay with it all. Um. You know, I feel like I have released some attachments even more so than I had before, like that woman that I was with that relationship with for so long that I was so attached to. I feel like I've released it. I feel like I'm just okay, you know. I'm like, I don't want to be with her, and and I don't want to be with anybody because I don't want anybody interrupting here what I got going on, you know. I mean, it's... Finally, for the first time in my life, I get to ask myself, who am I? What do I want? What do I like? You know, and um, it's not, oh, well, no, so-and-so wouldn't like that. No. You know, I, when I see something that I'm attracted to, it's kind of like a little experience for me because I'm like, oh, I like that. I didn't know I liked that. You know, and I'm experiencing this now for the first time in my life, the very first time in my life. It's just amazing. It's it's uh, it's blowing me away. Oh, I've been praying. I've been saying, God, you know, I need, I feel like I need somebody here that can help me out with mom. I was out in my yard working a little bit, and this lady was walking her dog. And she got a little past me, and she turned around, and she goes, Hey, do you know Shelly? And I said, Yeah, yeah. 
are you working for her? And I said, no, no, no. I said, because I rent Shelly's house. I said, no, she lives in Washington now. I live here. And she goes, oh. She said, well, what's your name? I said, Tammy Tittle. And she goes, oh, I'm Becky Beard. And I was like, I don't even recognize you. And I was like, I don't recognize you. And so we got to talk, and she goes, you know, I've been on disability, and I have nothing to do. And I live right over here on the next block on the corner. And um, I was just like, oh, my God. You know, and she said, I walk my dog every day, and I always wonder if Shelly was still here. And um, so we later we got to talk. She's here now with my mom, visiting with my mom, helping take care of her. She took her to the store earlier today. Oh, it's just like, oh, my God. And this woman is just happy to get to do it. And I'm like, oh, thank you, God. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. Blessing, blessing, blessing. I mean, she's on the next block. Wow. Isn't that amazing? I mean, yeah, it's exciting. It's exciting. Things are happening already. Well, because the first thing that came into my mind was, wow, the things I can do. And, you know, I don't think my mom really needs as much as I give her. And I've been trying to step away more and more and not be so codependent with her. And um, I see her getting stronger, you know. I see her getting stronger, and I'm getting really proud of her. I mean, I'm just like, oh, wow, Mommy, you decided that for yourself? Cool, you know. Because normally she's like, well, whatever you want. And I'm like, no, mm -mm. no, this is not about me. It's what you want. You know, and what if it's for her, it's like what you want. And uh, she's starting to make those decisions too. So. Tammy, this is Maggie. Um, something else that came to my mind similar to what I think it was Linda was just saying and that you brought up about feeling an intuition to get rid of stuff. Yeah. Um. I, a friend of mine, there's this, some of you guys have probably heard about it, there's this whole kind of trendy thing right now um, called Kanmari, and I haven't done it, but it's a whole approach to what you're talking about, and I haven't read the book, but I've heard a little bit about it, and one of the things that you might actually enjoy doing, you know, they talk about how our clutter holds us back, spiritually and emotionally, and when you spoke about the closet, one of the examples I've heard people talk about with it is that, <clears throat> you know, if we go into our closet and we see, you know, the shirt that we don't want to get rid of because our mother-in-law gave it to us and we feel guilty and it's a nice shirt, and then we see the thing that we used to fit into and it doesn't fit us anymore, and, you know, that's a really nice top. It was from a nice store, but that color yellow doesn't look good with it. You know, every time we walk in, we're kind of surrounded by all these stories that are kind of emotionally charged and um, something I did recently was I had, and I'm not a hoarder by any means but I, I tend to keep things forever because I don't like to shop and I'm like well I might like this again in 15 years <laughs> so I keep things too long but um, a little thing I did recently that I found amazing is just the small things I'm sharing with you was I bought myself some nice hangers they have these velvet hangers now that keep your stuff from falling off. 
and I bought 50 of them, and I said, I'm only hanging up 50 things. And it's the 50 things that I most want to wear or that bring me joy. And that's part of this philosophy of this KonMari is you, you don't evaluate it based on this was a nice brand or, you know, your mother-in-law gave this to you. You evaluate each thing. You actually physically touch it, and you say, does this bring me joy? And if the answer is no, you let it go, and it goes on, and maybe that becomes the suit that someone wears and gets their dream job. And and versus you walking in there and feeling it and thinking about some bad memory or whatever. So I just want to kind of jump on the bandwagon a little bit and just affirm what you said with your own intuition. And Linda was kind of sharing, you know, how powerful something as seemingly mundane can be as literally letting go of things can be because the other thing that came to my mind when you were talking was how you feel like you've released the attachment with your partner. And something that I know happened for me, which may not be the case with you, but about a year and a half ago, I feel like I really started having some healing with my relationship with my husband. And now I realize, looking back, that at the same time, I, I started having a really difficult relationship with someone at work. And I realize now that it was almost like that part of my ego that, like, had let go of it with my husband, but it it almost just transferred it to someone else to to attack, I guess. Um, and it may be that, you know, if you're feeling like things aren't coming to you, like you're wanting relationships and, and things, I mean, to me it sounds like you are doing it, but that just that act of even further letting go just might even of stuff just might even further deepen the healing that you're already, you know, doing. So really just kind of re- reflecting back to you what I was hearing, both you and, and Linda comment on that that sounds like a, a nudge from, from spirit for sure. I had something come up while you guys were talking. I'm really grateful for all these shares. And, and it's just so clear. Anyhow, I'm going to share this thought that came up. I was like, you're talking about cleaning up the clutter in your lives. But maybe maybe that's the same with relationships. It's not just things and items. It's like anything we're attached to, right? I don't know. That's what comes up for me. I'm just thinking that when you spoke about how you let go you're letting go of the attachment to your your ex and and look what happened it left the space for this thing to happen it's amazing it's i don't know it's just amazing to me so thank you for that share Clearing out the clutter of our minds.
Tammy, this is Maggie again. One other thing you said that I wanted to mention that was helpful to me um, when you were commenting after I had shared was um, the connection that you made between those feelings of shame and unworthiness with perfectionism. That wasn't a connection I had really made before, and that feels to me like that that feels true to me, and I've struggled with perfectionism forever and and always felt that I was pleasing people and um you know I think it's I'm a little thrown off guard when I'm not pleasing to you know my husband or or anyone because I'm you know I'm magna cum laude here you know <laughs> I'm like what mm-hmm. is what this is new what is this about and um I think it's helping me give up my attachment to craving approval from others as my source, mm-hmm. you know, yes. and connecting yes. to my real source. So I appreciate you making that connection. That kind of ties a loop for me. So, and sorry I'm sharing so much tonight, guys. I'm not usually on the community call, so I'm, <laughs> I'm sort of going for it here. This is Rosemary and Lincoln, and I'm loving all of you guys' sharing, so keep it going. You're doing a great job, really. I'm I'm sorry I lost you all for a minute there, but I, I also, Tammy, uh was uh happy to hear about your mother. I was gonna ask you, uh, the last time I heard from you, she was in the hospital and undergoing some special tests. So I uh, I was glad to hear she's home and glad to hear you have some help there. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah, she's doing quite well. She's nine, ten days without cigarettes. Praise God, and uh, she has oxygen now that she can wear, you know, and carry with her while she's moving around. That's when she loses her breath the most, and, uh, you know, she's doing really, really good. I'm just amazed. I'm just amazed. Well, thanks to you, too. You've been really... uh you know, faithful and loyal and really uh, a great support for her. And so uh, I hope you realize that you are worth, worthy of a lot of um, gratitude there from her. But, but I, that's not saying it quite right. But you are worthy of a lot because you've really been uh, a wonderful support for her through all this. And uh, she's lucky to have you, really. Thank you.
Yeah, it's funny. I have I have four sisters and three brothers. But I'm the one she I'm I'm just the one that she trusts and you know, we've always had a really close relationship. Weird however it is, but you know, I was between the child she had to put up for adoption and and and, and twins who died, you know, so I think she kind of put a little specialness or something into me in that relationship, being between those two losses. It's taken me a long time, but I'm beginning to see how all this works together. You know, I used to be so pissed off. I'd be like, you know, God, really? Really? I've heard we come into this world and pick our parents. I pick these? Are you serious? I did this? Oh, no, I don't think so. You know, I'd be so mad. I'd be like, how is it that I get these parents? And now I've come, you know, I I quit asking (laughs) how that I, I I did and it, it is what I got and so um you know my dad's been dead almost nineteen years. <laughs> you know, and I'm still pissed at him for not being a dad. And uh actually it uh, it's got a lot better but I'm getting to a place of acceptance, you know of is this what I got? This is what I got. I mean, why have I fought it all these years? I don't know. But I have, and I've kind of relaxed into it finally. Well, yeah, now you, you have, um, you know, some help at looking at it a little differently, too, which is, uh, makes a big difference in the challenge, I hope. Uh, it does. I, you know, without you guys, I don't, you know, I'm sure I'd have got there eventually. <laughs> you know, I don't know. This, I think the, I truly think the amount of work that we can do together collectively is like warp, spe- warp speed to what you can do alone. I truly believe that. Because I feel like I've, you know, I've had, I've I've done the work alone thing, you know. And you can, you, you learn stuff, but, you know, it's not as, I don't know, it just doesn't go as fast. It doesn't, it doesn't seem as, I don't know. I can't explain it, but I know the collectiveness makes it so much better. Because we're all one, right? Yes. And we're the two more who are gathered. Absolutely.
I second that. Uh, this is Shelley again from Oklahoma City, and I second that, that uh, as one of us goes through something and we share about it and we pray for each other and support each other, it seems like we're all going through something like the same thing at the same time. And it amazes me. I read the post or listen to you guys. It's some of the same stuff that I'm working through. So it, feel, it feels like you guys are pacing the way for me. Thank you. Well, it feels like um, this kind of soaking in the love and the gratitude that we're feeling. So we have uh, about five minutes left. So I just wanted to bring to awareness um, any la- anything that was like hiding in your heart and it really feels like it's jumping out to share or uh, prayer requests, bring them now. Uh, Tammy, you have something in your hands. Oh, you're muted, but your hand is raised. Can you guys hear me? No, that was from that was okay. from a long time ago. Okay, all right. Oh, and you know what? I'm really. <laughs> I I'm gonna go to the Q and A. It might be someone to share, and I haven't really been looking. I've been really. Uh, okay. From Jen, hi to Jen in Maine. 
Hi, Jennifer. I've been resistant to send this in for a while. Uh, I, I think this is not for us because it talks to Jennifer. Um, so, Jenny in Maine. Oh, it says Ireland. <laughs> oh, okay. So, hi from Jenny in Maine. It's two different posts. That's what it is. They're both Jenny, and they confuse me. <laughs> One is Jenny from Ireland, and I think that's not for us. Uh, and the other one just says hi from Jenny Maine, and that's probably like, oh, it says two minutes ago. So it was probably like almost an hour ago. So <laughs> hi, Jenny. <laughs> um, does, um, so it's quiet. I just wanted to make sure that nobody had a prayer request. Okay, uh, we're just, uh, yeah, it, it really feels like um, we are real um, real connected with the love that we are. And uh, so, <gasps> uh, prayer requests. Um, Carla, I do have a prayer request. This is Shelly. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I... My prayer request is that I just continue to be in the flow of love, that I let go of um, my resistance, my reluctance to make some changes, and the talk that earlier about letting go of things that we no longer need, material things, that really struck a chord with me. So um, my prayer request is for me to be in the flow of love and to release my resistance. Thank you. And thank you for facilitating the call. Well, it's my pleasure just to kind of soak in the soak in the love. So I'm just gonna pause for another just to make sure, cause I, I guess I jumped in. So that's okay. Last time, I just want to make sure that there's nobody else who has a is interested in voicing a prayer request. Okay, so so just let's all connect by placing our hand on our heart. Take a breath. Take a breath of of love. You know what? I'm gonna put you on lecture mode, and then I'm gonna pray. So let's take a breath. Take a breath together with our hand on our heart, if you wish, and. Be grateful and thankful for the love, the love that we are, the love of God, the love of God revealing itself 
in our in our life, in our actions, in our speaking, in our realizations. Revealing itself as the perfect love of our true nature. We are we are releasing all those blocks coming up is all those any thinking that holds us back from the real realizing our true self that we are the love realizing the love that is within us and is who we are we're releasing all those all those blocks all those thoughts all those judgments and grateful that for everyone, for everyone in our lives and all the situations that that trigger us to allow those blocks to arise, to be recognized. Thank you. And thank you, self, because we are one. We are the oneness. They are part of the oneness. And we are so grateful that whatever whatever happens, whatever it is that is helping us, that is only the highest and best offering itself to us every moment. And we hold ourselves, we hold ourselves in the light of truth show us in all these situations the reality that is being presented to us thank you for showing this to us and to ourselves for embracing it and loving it in ourselves and we share we share all this love and expansion that we that we have in our heart that we realize in each each moment we share all that with everyone because we are we are truly one spirit and so it is we allow it to be, and with grace and gratitude, we love what is. Amen. So let me take you off interact or off lecture to so everybody can say hi. We're on interactive now, or goodbye if everyone wants to say goodbye. Go ahead. Thank you all. Amen. Thank you, Carla. Thanks, everyone. Good night, all. Good night. Good night.